Hello everyone, it is I, yours truly, the Mass Menace. And it is Thursday, so you know what that means. Yes, yes, another weekly episode of the Teachable Moments Podcast. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to dive into, so without any further delay, let's get into this week's episode of the Teachable Moments Podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Teachable Moments Podcast. I appreciate it. But before we get into all the fun details, we need to discuss a serious note. The war in Ukraine is still going on. It's... I got to give it to the people in Ukraine. They fought really, really, they have been fighting really hard. They've been fighting for what they want to keep, for what they hold dear, what they hold precious. <clears throat> um, and I don't know, Russia, I, I want to say some people in Russia are starting to wise up. I've heard reports that Russia, sold, Russian soldiers might be destroying their own equipment so they don't have to kill the people in Ukraine. But something that is disheartening to me was I was over at my parents' house and I heard something about how Putin is giving orders for anyone, for Russians to go into Ukraine and kill anyone under 50. That means children. Women, men, children. I mean... Why would you... It's unfathomable why you would want to kill anyone under 50. I mean, like... I don't know. I just can't fathom it. I can't. <clears throat> well, my thoughts and prayers go out to Ukraine in this time. In this dire time that they are facing. We're going to go to shore and mission, and then we will be back. Hello, everyone. Hello. It is your host, The Mass Menace, a.k.a. Arch Clarence Kemp, former tele- ACW television champion. And it is Thursday, April the 7th. 2022 so you know what that means it yes another weekly episode of the teachable moments podcast and boy do we have a lot to get into we have reviews and we have a build-up for our show so without further ado let's get into it first thing on the table i want to talk about is this year's wrestlemania <clears throat> I think it would be an understatement to say that I was overly impressed. I was impressed overall with, with WrestleMania this year. See, and I say that because last year because last year's WrestleMania was like not really good in my opinion, and that's me being generous. See Last year, the best match on the WrestleMania card of two, both of both nights 
was Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks match. That was great. It was a great match. I enjoyed it. I it had me on the edge of my seat. Now that's not saying that the Damian Priest and that Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus the Miz and John Morrison wasn't good because it was okay, but it wasn't great and it didn't really grasp my attention. Now Bad Bunny surprised me last year with like, oh my God, this guy can actually wrestle. He actually put in the work for this match, which, you know, earned my respect, <clears throat> but it wasn't, oh my God, breathtaking, like edge of your seat match. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks was. And then the rest just sucked. Now I went into this year's WrestleMania thing expecting the worst and all thinking like okay they're gonna have one good one great match one oh kind of match and then the rest are just gonna suck that was not the case this year i mean it, it was good it was they built it up perfectly they did really well and it proves once again that at time when wwe does something right, boy, do they do something right. And I know this is weird coming from the guy who who really doesn't have much positive stuff to say about WWE. Well, there's reasons, okay? I used to be a WWE fan. After WCW, WCW went out of business, I would always tune into WWE. That's all we had was WWE. Because if you wanted to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, you had to go to Japan. There wasn't really a lot. Or you had to read Pro Wrestling Illustrated to get a glimpse into what's going on. Or watch it, watch clips of them on YouTube. So, we really only had WWE. And then Impact came around, and they had promise, and they were doing good, and then they floundered. They're still around, but they, they they weren't. They don't. Impact is never really going to get to the status that WWE is at. But I would set much WWE, and they had some good wrestling. But when you have no competition, you become complacent. Complacent is bad, and I'm actually going to talk about that. Later. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, I stopped watching WWE about two years ago. Uh, religiously, about two years ago. And I'm just like, no. Now, it's like, WrestleMania reinstilled hope. for Reinstilled my hope for WWE. Yeah. They did good. They did good. Uh, overall, I'm not going to, like, uh, I'm not going to talk about the matches individually. I just wanted to take this segment and just basically talk about how WWE impressed me with WrestleMania. We're going to go to a short intermission, and then we will be right back. I am your host, The Masked Miss, and you are listening to 
the Teachable Moments podcast. Hello, everyone. We are back from that short intermission. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Teachable Moments podcast. Last segment, we talked about how I was impressed with WrestleMania this year, how WWE impressed me, and they kind of reinstilled my hope for WWE that it can actually last and not go out of business because of horrible decisions that they make. <clears throat> On to this segment. This segment's going to be a build-up segment. And I say that because ACW has an event happening two days from now, April the 9th. It's called the ACW Easter Bash, I think, is what we're calling it. And it's a it's a great card. So we got a build-up segment here. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. This Saturday, ACW has some great matches on their card. Some great matches. I mean, we we have some... To, to be fair, everybody on this card has earned their spot there. Because they work hard, and they put forth great work in the ring, and they put forth great matches. One of those matches that is happening is the Corey Edsel versus Mike Levy match. I think it's a best two out of three falls match. I think two out of three falls. Uh, which I've seen those kind of matches before. And I'm always excited to see a two out of three falls match. I am because there's just something about a best two about a two out of three falls match. I don't know. It's like you fight it's like the energy's amped up. The adrenaline's going and trust me, I was actually able <clears throat> to see the last match that Corey Edsel and Mike Levy had against one another. And that was over and that was at Lenore. Which also happened to be be the place that I did the interview with Corey Edsel. Now, if any of y'all who are listening have not listened to that interview, go and listen to it. It is a it is a fun interview. I mean, it was short. It was shorter than most of the episodes I do. That's why I can't wait to get Corey Edsel here on the show again to talk to him. I think that's going to be great. <clears throat> but, yeah, they had a great match. A great overall match in Lenore. So now they have a match against one another in Vail this Saturday. And I am looking forward to seeing that match. I am. So it should be interesting. It should be interesting. Uh, yeah, the match, the card in general has lots of great matches, but that is a match I'm definitely looking forward to. See, it's got me all excited. I'm kind of getting speechless here. 
and having troubles finding my words. I hate when that happens sometimes. Without further ado, we're going to go to shore intermission, and then we will be back to talk about dynamite from last night. Stay tuned. I am your host, The Mass Menace, and you are listening to the Teachable Moments podcast. We will be right back. Welcome back. We are back from that short intermission. I'm your host, as you know, The Mass Menace, a.k.a. Arch Clarence Kent, former ACW television champion and the host of the Teachable Moments podcast. Last segment, we talked about the build-up to uh, Corey Edsel versus Mike Levy. Hell, I'm actually looking forward to that match. Now we're going to switch gears, and we're going to go into talking about a little bit about Dynamite. Uh, Dynam- uh, AEW had this week's episode of Dynamite last night. And, I mean, it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, they had the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, I guess they, that's what you can call it. And... Last night they had Samojo, the men's qualifying thing, I guess. Samojo versus Max Castro. Now, I knew the minute that Samoa Joe and Max uh, versus Max Castro was announced that Samoa Joe was going to kill Max Castro. <laughs> I mean, I have seen Samoa Joe and I've seen Max Castro. Max Castro is no, cannot even hold a candle to Samoa Joe's in-ring ability and technical prowess. On that note, I'm not saying Max Castor can't wrestle. I mean, the guy's good. He is. And he has a loads. He has loads of potential. And one day he's going to be a great athlete. He's going to be a great wrestler. He's good now. But within years, if he does right, he keeps his nose clean, he does really well, then he has the potential to be great. He does. But he no way was he going to beat Samoa Joe. I mean, come on. Let's get real, okay? Samoa Joe has wrestled in Ring of Honor. He's wrestled in Impact. He's wrestled in WWE. In my opinion, it was kind of a lackluster run in WWE. I felt that they just didn't know what to do with him, really. Or he would end up... He he was also plagued with injuries in WWE. I mean, he had to go from being an in-ring competitor. He, became, he was NXT champion. But he had to go from being an in-ring competitor to being commentator. And then he came back to do in-ring and won the NXT title again. But the point being, I think his run in WWE was lackluster. I hope in AEW it's better. So we had that. That was, I'm overly pleased. I'm shocked with the turns that Jay Le- turn the turn of actions that Jay Lethal has dis- distribu- uh, distributed or displayed, basically. Not like the Jay Lethal I knew, I know, I knew growing up and watching him basically. 
I've watched him through his Impact career and Ring of Honor career. It's just not the Jay Lethal I know or have seen. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Uh, that's going to be, I guess, an interesting build-up to a feud. Uh, mentor versus student because Samoa Joe mentored Jay Lethal. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, it looks like the MJF and Wardlow feud is actually building up pretty nicely. Maybe they can continue on with the momentum and they can do good and they can have a great match at like a pay per view because I think the match should be on a pay per view and not on a dynamite. You should make people pay to see that match. That's just my opinion. Um. The match I enjoyed overall was the FTR versus Young Bucks Part 2. They waited 18 months to give us Part 2, which was, a, which was nice, I think. Uh, I think that was a pretty smart move. You make the fans wait, you build it up, you make them beg for it, and then you give it to them. That works in some cases and scenarios. It doesn't always work, but I think it worked really well this time around because you had FTR having their Ring of Honor ta tag team titles that they just recently won from the Briscoes, a uh, dim boys, uh, and they had the AAA tag titles. And then you had them go up against the Young Bucks and defend both of those titles in one night, in one match. Overall, I think the match was well. It went off without a hitch, and I'm happy that FTR won. I think that was great. I be I've always believed FTR was better rat tag team than the Young Bucks. I believe FTR is one of the greatest, if not the greatest tag teams in modern era in the modern era of wrestling. Maybe ever now that's not knocking the young bucks i think the young young bucks are a good team okay it's just their style tends to suit certain people better than it does other people but overall i think dynamite was was a success last night i think i mean samoa joe's in-ring debut in AEW was great uh, the FTR and Young Bucks match was fantastic. And I feel that they're just building to something more. I just feel it. Uh, we're going to go to a quick intermission, short intermission, and then we will be right back. I'm your host, The Mass Menace, and you are listening to the Teachable Moments podcast. Welcome back. We are back from that short intermission. I'm your host, The Mass Menace, and I want to go take a break from the reviews and the build-up and talk about something. Okay, so, <clears throat> last episode, I think I um, sent a shout-out to the people in Germany that were listening to my podcast it seems like every day more and more people are listening to it. 
like just the other day, I I went on to check my analytics on my podcast, which the analytics analytics basically tell me how well my how well my podcast is doing, uh, what all it's being, what all platforms it's being listened to, whether it be a web browser, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, Castbox, Pocket Casts, whatever. What it also shows me is who, where my podcast is being listened to, whether it be in the United States or Puerto Rico or wherever. And then recently it popped up that I have a certain percentage of listeners listening in Canada. Canada, of all places. I mean, I was shocked when it was, at first, when it was Puerto Rico, then it was Germany, then it was, uh, now it's Canada. I mean, it is so, it means a lot, basically. I mean, I am very appreciative of everybody who listens, so I would like to give a shout out to all of my, all of the listeners, uh, that are listening in Puerto Rico. All the fans that are listening in Germany, all the fans that are listening in the United States, and all the fans that are listening in Canada. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule, out of your day, to listen to me talk about wrestling. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, it seems like this podcast is going international, so that is great. Uh much appreciated thank you very much thank you for listening if y'all have any questions that you want me to read off post them in the comments of either here on anchor either on anchor.fm or either on spotify okay i will leave a question you can reply back to it whatever i will read it off okay thank you very much and I appreciate it. We're going to go to a short intermission and then we'll be right back. I'm your host, The Mass Menace, and you are listening to the Teachable Moments Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are back from the short intermission. Uh, I want to once again take a quick moment to give a shout out once again to all of my fans listening all the people listening to my podcast thank you very much it is much appreciated this week's episode once again we are talking about the build-up to acw acw's big show in vale north carolina this saturday april the 9th at seven o'clock now, y'all can be seated at 6, but the show starts at 7. We have a lot of stuff going on in on that show. Uh, I mean, people get to draw Easter eggs. They open it. They, they can win something. Uh, we have quite a bit of stuff going on. Uh, we're talking about the build-up to certain matches. Last build-up we talked about was the Mike Levy versus Corey Edsel two out of three falls match. I talked about how I'm excited about that one. Here's another one that's that's happening on the show. We have Gunnar Rose versus The Mime in the first ever 
Circus of Pain match or the Circus of Mayhem match, whatever it's called. Basically, it's like a hardcore match. I'm I'm guessing I don't know. It'll be interesting. The Circus of Mayhem match or the Circus of Pain match, whatever you want to call it. Now, I have been in the ring against Gunner. I stood across that ring from Gunner. I know what he's capable of. I know how good the kid is. He is really good. He's really talented. He's got a great future ahead of him if he's smart. Heck, he's part. He's one half of the Young Rebellion, which is a great tag team, which I have no doubt in the future is going to become tag team champions. Just saying. Looking forward to that day. I'm going to be... I hope that I can actually see that happen. I mean, I have no doubt that Young Rebellion is going to be tag team champs, whether it be in ACW or whether it be in any other wrestling federation. They will be future tag team champions, no doubt about it. But right now we're not talking about a tag team match. We're talking about Gunner Rose versus The Mime. In the first ever Circus of Mayhem or the Circus of Pain match, whatever you, like I said, whatever you want to call it. And I've teamed with The Mime. Now, I don't like The Mime. Mime doesn't like me. We... Matter of fact, I have no doubt somewhere down the line I'm going to be facing the guy myself. But I know what the guy's capable of, okay? I took I took rock bottom from the guy. I've been boxed in the ears by the guy. I know what he's capable of, and I know that he's dangerous. The mine is no joke. And my words of advice to Gunner is, Gunner, you need to be careful. Okay, I would I would have never took this match, only out of the self preservation for my own self. Now that's not me trying to be selfish or what, but I'm honestly concerned for Gunner in this match. I mean, I'm going to be rooting for Gunner. Yes, I will be rooting for the guy, but this seems to be something right up the mimes. Alley, right up his wheelhouse. He's a very dangerous guy, almost to the point of being scary. Now, here's what I gotta say, Gunner. If you get an opportunity and you get him down, stay on him. Do not let him up. Do not let him get the upper hand, because I'm afraid if you let him get the upper hand. He'll he'll never let up, and then you might end up in the hospital. I don't know. I don't want to see you in the hospital. Just I wish you the best of luck. This is also for the ACW Television Championship, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be interesting. Uh, on that note, mine a little piece of advice to you. Gunner's not going to stop. 
He's not going to stop. He's going to keep on it because he has fire in his stomach, fire in his gut, in his belly to prove that he's good, to prove that he can hang in the ring with you one-on-one. Do not take Gunner lightly. Do not take him lightly. I took Gunner lightly. And you saw what happened twice okay, in a tag team match. One, I tag teamed with you, and we lost because I took Gunner lightly. Then I tag teamed with Venom, and I took Gunner lightly in that tag team match. And once again, I got pinned. So the point being, do not take this kid lightly. He he may just surprise you. We're going to go to a short intermission, and then we will be right back. I am your host, The Mass Menace, and you're listening to the Teachable Moments podcast. Hello, we are back. We are back from the short intermission. I am your host, The Mass Menace, and you are listening to the Teachable Moments podcast, which, of course, you already know that if you, if you already listened to it. So, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Last segment, we talked about Gunner Rose versus The Mime in the first ever Circus of Mayhem or Circus of Pain match. It's like a hardcore match, I guess. Uh, I still think this is right up Mime's will. Right up Mime's alley in his wheelhouse. So I think Mime might have an advantage in it. I mean, heck, it's called a Circus of Pain. (coughs) Or the Circus of Mayhem match. And he's the Mime. So... It'll be interesting to see. Totally pulling for Gunner, though. Totally pulling for Gunner. Next, we have... Next thing I want to talk about is... We have... Finally, after a while... I mean, it was supposed to happen in Lenore, and it didn't happen. It's finally happening on this show on Saturday... April the 9th, Vail, North Carolina. The over-the-top battle royal to crown the Mid-Atlantic champion for ACW. I I wish I could say that I know a lot about this match and that I know what's in store in this match. I don't. All I know is it's an over-the-top battle royal. The premise is simple, right? You have to throw your opponent over the top and their feet have to touch the ground. Both of their feet. The last person standing, last person left in that ring, is the winner and will be the Mid-Atlantic champion. Now, I only know of one entry, and that is uh, the Natural Born Player. I've teamed with Natural Born Player. I know he's good. It should be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see who all else is in it. Uh, So, like I said, I don't know much more than... Then it's an over-the-top battle royal. I know one of the competitors should be great. Can't wait to see who's crown- who is crowned as the Mid-Atlantic champion. We're going to go to a short intermission, then we will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. We are back from that short intermission 
I'm your host, as always, The Mass Menace, and you are listening to Teachable Moments Podcast. Now, in today's episode, we've been talking about the build-up to ACW's show in Vail this Saturday. Vail, North Carolina. I wanted to make sure I didn't accidentally say Lenore. That'd be horrible. Um... We got a lot of great matches. So far, I've covered some of them. We've covered the Mike Levy versus Corey Ansel two out of three falls match. We've covered the Mime versus Gunner Rose in the Circus of Mayhem or Circus of Pain match. We have covered the uh, we've covered the Over the Top Battle Royal. That one was probably the shortest segment we've done so far. Because I don't know much about that match other than it is the it is for the Mid Atlantic Championship. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh next we have a match that's going down and some might say that why is he in the number one contender thing? Shouldn't he already be the contender for the title. And that is AJ McIntyre. See, AJ McIntyre is facing Redneck Rebel this Saturday in Vail to see who is the number one contender, rifle number one contender for the ACW World Heavyweight Championship, which I'm guessing they will go on to face for at the next live show that we have. I would, I'm with a lot of people. I would normally say that he would be the right full contender for the title. He was technically supposed to have faced Venom in Lenore, but certain circumstances happened that kept him from being able to show up. Uh, Most importantly, him being poisoned. You see, there's talks that Brew poisoned AJ McIntyre. There's talks that uh, it was somebody else that poisoned AJ McIntyre. That being said, should AJ have had his shot at the title? Yes. Yes. But because of certain circumstances, extenuating circumstances that are happening, he is not facing AJ McIntyre is not facing Venom at this show, at this live show. That's why he's facing Redneck Rebel to see who is the rifle number one contender. Now, that being said, I have been in the ring against Redneck Rebel, and I have been in the ring against AJ McIntyre. Yes, they were in tag team matches, but... I know what each of them's capable of. I have been kicked hard by Redneck Rebel. I mean, the literally when he kicked me on that show we did where I lost and got suspended for two months. He kicked me so hard that I was sore for the next week, I'd say. That's how hard Redneck Rebel kicks. Okay, it's brutal. I mean, those are some of the 
hardest kicks I've ever experienced in my life. That being said, I've also been in the ring with Adrian McIntyre. The guy has a finishing move called the Scott Lock. The piece of advice I have for Redneck Rebel. Do not let AJ McIntyre get that Scott Lock on you. Don't let him put it on you. Because he puts you in the Scott Lock. That's it. That's it. Literally, I have watched that move done. I've watched that move being administered countless times. And I have tried to find a counter for that move. And it's like he says, there is no counter. None that I've found yet. If there is one, I haven't discovered it. It hasn't been seen. Redneck Rebel, do not let him put the Scott Lock on you. Don't let him put you in it. Because if he does, that's it. You're done. It's done. You might as well tap. On that note, AJ McIntyre, all due respect to you. And I know you never take your opponents lightly. So I don't think I need to tell you not to take Redneck Rebel lightly. I've been in the ring with him. He's got some stiff kicks, some some insanely hard kicks. Watch out for those. And to both of you, may the best man win. And on my opinion of who I have to, for the for winning that match, I don't know. It could literally come down to anyone. Okay, Redneck Rebel could win, or AJ McIntyre could win. All I know is if AJ McIntyre puts that Scott Lock on Redneck Rebel, that's it. He might as well tap, say goodnight. That's all she wrote. So, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that match. So, I'm going to go to a short intermission, and then I will be right back. You are listening to the Teachable Moments podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're back from that short intermission, and you are listening to the Teachable Moments podcast. I am your host, The Mass Menace. A.K.A. Arch Clearance Kent, former ACW television champion. And we're talking about the build-up to the show on Saturday, to ACW's big Easter Bash, Easter Bash show. It has potential to be probably one of the greatest shows ACW has put on. I mean, we've, we have the likes of the mime versus Gunner Rose in a Circus of Mayhem or Circus of Pain match, whatever. We have Mike Levy versus Corey Edsel in a two out of three falls match. Potentially be the greatest two out of three falls match ever. We also have... AJ McIntyre versus the Redneck Rebel 
in a number one contenders match to see who is the rightful number one contender for the ACW World Heavyweight Champion, which the winner of that match will go on to face the ACW Champion, whoever that is, at the next show, at the next live show we've got. Now, that being said, we there we also have the over the top battle royal to crown the Mid Atlantic champion in ACW. Now, back to that number one contenders match. Whether it be AJ or Redneck Rebel, whoever wins that will go on to face the whoever wins the ACW World Heavy whoever is the ACW World Heavyweight Champion at the next live show. And I say that because this is the match I am going to be talking a lot about, so bear with me. The reason I say whoever is the ACW World Heavyweight Champion is because this. Venom is defending his ACW World Heavyweight Championship This Saturday, April the 9th, in Vale, North Carolina, against me. Me. The Mass Menace, a.k.a. Arch Clarence Kent, who happens to be a former, former ACW television champion. Now, me and Venom, we have history. We have history. Me and him, we go back. Okay, this feud we have spans over a year, a year, maybe a little more than a year. Me and Venom have battled all over preview show. We've also teamed up on preview shows. We... But we have always been in each other's throats. Whether my viewpoint doesn't match with him or mesh with his viewpoints, or whether he's hit me with a steel chair, or whether I low-blowed him and got the television title, the point is this. We have went head-to-head. It's probably... In my opinion, one of the greatest feuds that has ever played out in ACW. Me and Venom have had matches that somehow didn't get recorded, but were great matches. We took each other to our limits. And this Saturday, me and Venom do it once again, probably for the last time. Because it's got to end. It's got to end. Now, Venom is putting his title on the line. And I'm the challenger. But... If y'all go back 
and watched the preview show from March the 13th. It's on Bradshaw TV. If you go and watch that preview show, you will bear witness to probably one of the greatest matches me and Venom has ever had. Ever. Me and Venom, we fought and we pushed each other to our absolute limits on March the 13th. And then he goes... And the, and and I almost and I got and I almost had him, I had him, I got one two three, but the ref noticed his foot was on the ropes. I have nothing against the ref. The ref did his job. He did his job very, very due diligently. He did well. He noticed that his foot was on the rope. He reversed the decision. I some I got distracted, thought I had won, let my guard down. That was my fault. And Venom capitalized, like I figured he would. I thought he would. I expected it. There's no shame in capital capitalizing on a moment in time. That's exactly what Venom did. And he retained the world heavyweight title. He retained it. He retained it and went on to have another successful defense. And I'm not even mad about that. I'm not mad about that. But at the last preview show, when me and Slappy teamed against Mike Levy and Venom, Venom had the audacity to hit me with the steel chair. The audacity. Which proves that he question which which makes me believe he questions if he can even beat me fair and square so this saturday it finally comes to a head me and venom me and venom are going to go head to head probably for the final time that title will be on the line and if Venom thinks I'm just going to walk in with the mindset that I'm going to lose, or he thinks I'm just going to lay down and not fight, he's got another thing coming. Venom, I hope you're listening to this episode very carefully. I hope you are listening to this episode very carefully. Because I'm coming for that title. And I'll do everything I can in my power, right down the middle. And with the support of the fans, and you know, with the Faust and Fury in my corner, I'm going to do everything I can within my power, within my ability to beat you and give the fans a champion. Give the fans a champion that they can be proud to call their champion. So yeah, yeah, there, there, right there is a lot of history rolled up into this match. So. Saturday, I go in and I face Venom for the world title. 
and he he thinks he's gonna win and i wish him the best of luck i do i i'm so glad that he can look and that he can be optimistic and go hey you know i'm gonna be champion forever But he's obviously forgot what how close he came to losing it come March the 13th. Well, he's going to lose it come Saturday. Yeah, we got that title match going on. So, yeah. Venom versus the Masked Menace for the World Heavyweight title Saturday. Y'all should come check in, tune in to it. Come pay your money, pay get your tickets. Uh, general admission six dollars. Kids ten and under get in for free. You're not gonna find a better deal than that. Come and watch as history is made. We're gonna go to a short intermission. We will be right back. I'm your host, The Mass Menace, and you're listening to the Teachable Moments Podcast. Hello, everyone. We are back from that short intermission, and the time has come for that all-too-familiar segment, the Teachable Moment Segment. Yes, the teachable, the teachable moment segment. The segment this whole podcast is built around. I gotta say, it's getting harder and harder to come with teachable moments. Yeah. But I finally found one. Today's teachable moment has to do with complacent. Complacency being complacent. Hold on. Basically, the definition of complacency is one being being complacent, one being pleased with one's self-accomplishments and triumphs, but also without being aware of oncoming danger, basically. Um complacency is really horrible thing a lot of people tend to get complacent in life okay so say they like prime example um wwe for years got complacent because they're like ah we took out we took wcw out ha ha yeah we're the best so they got complacent Complacency is the enemy of progress, basically. You want to keep progressing through life, achieving things. And when you become complacent, you become okay with just what you've done, basically. That's that's how I look at complacency. You become smug, self-aware of your own accomplishments and awards... So you become arrogant in the process. Complacency is the enemy of progress. If you become complacent, you can't progress any further. 
It's never good to become complacent. I am never okay with complacency. I'm never okay with being complacent. It's sort of like content, I guess. When you're content, be just being where you're at. I'm not okay with that either. Complacency, like I said, is the enemy of progression. Of progress. We always need to progress in life, okay? We need to make things better. We need to make ourselves better. And we can't do that if we're complacent. We can't do that if we're okay with just being where we're at. We have to always be wanting to strive to be better. Can't do that if you're complacent. So yeah, complacency. Horrible thing. Horrible thing. I'm not a fan of it. Never have been. That's why I am where I'm at now. That's why I was ACW television champion. And that's why I plan on becoming ACW world heavyweight champion. Because I'm not complacent. I'm not okay with just being where I'm at. I'm always wanting to be better. I hate uh, complacency. Remember that, people. Complacency is the enemy of progress. Complacency kills progress. Complacency is like a cancer, basically. It'll it'll say you get a promotion and you just you're like, okay, I'm complacent. I'm good at being where I'm at. I know myself. I know my self-worth and I know my own accomplishments and I'm okay with those accomplishments there's nothing that can be better than what than this okay no one's gonna be better than me complacency and then right along the way somebody comes along and knocks you off that pedestal mountain once you get to the mountain you should always fight once you get on top of the mountain you should always fight to stay on top because there's always going to be someone there to fight you, to knock you off. Do not give way to complacency. Please, strive to be better. Well, that's the teachable moment. We will be back after this. Minutes out. I mean, you are listening. We will be back at this. You are listening to Teach My Moments Podcast, and I am your host, The Mass Menace. Well, 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 that time has come once again, and you know what time that is. Time to bring another episode of the Teach My Moments Podcast to a close. Yeah, I know I hate doing that too, but we will be back next week. As for this week's episode, we had a lot of informative topics. We talked about WWE and how I felt WrestleMania this year was a huge success and why I thought it was a huge success and that it kind of reinvigorated my hope for the WWE survival back again, how it reignited it. We also talked about the FTR and Young Bucks match that happened last night on Dynamite. 
Now, I thought that was probably one of the best matches I have ever seen. And yes, we even had a build-up to the show this Saturday. ACW show this Saturday in Vail, North Carolina. There are a lot of great matches on that card. It's a stacked card. Can't wait to see how it all turns out. But, once again, like I said... We must go. But until next week, I am the Mass Menace, and I am out.